Hello, 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 everyone. Shua Lake right here. Um, today, I wanted to talk about business goals. I know that uh, we are just wrapping up the first month of the year, and most of us are setting goals, are setting our objectives, are setting our, our vision or trajectory for the year. And um, I want to make sure that we are being mindful of all that um, we need to do, but also all that matters to us, truly matters to us. So it's a great way to set business goals, right? If you're in business, you probably already do this. You know, you set goals to look forward to, you know, where you want to be, hopefully by the end of the year, the end of the quarter, the end of the month. Uh, you think probably think about things like financial goals and the number of clients or services that you want to offer or so way that you could automate certain aspects of your business. And sometimes people will set a um, income goal for the end of the, the end of the year, again, a quarter or month, and then they work out a way to achieve this. So I, I find that working backwards, it's, it's usually more beneficial because otherwise you'll be treading water, not sure where you're headed. But if you have an end goal in mind, destination in mind then you figure out how to get from point a to point b but if you don't know what point b is then you might be wasting your time and resources energy without actually achieving anything you might do a lot of things but you're not actually achieving things that are meaningful to you and to you, the growth of your business so in order if you set that end goal for the the end of the year the month the quarter whatever your uh, deadline is you want to make once you set that up then you working backwards you, you start looking at what needs to happen in order for this goal to be accomplished right so it's maybe creating new products or doing more affiliate marketing or generating more clients or you could offer something new in your business such as a, co a coaching module um over choices no might be having a paid newsletter you know for your business or developing an online magazine even writing and publishing your own books can help increase your income stream um, and that's something that I've been enjoying just not for just the income for me impact yes I need the income to sustain my family but impact for me is leaves um, a long-lasting legacy uh, that goes beyond any dollars so writing has allowed me the platform to do that I've been writing my own books, um, been part of collaboration that others were leading, and I also started a collaboration series that I am uh, creating and recruiting authors for, and then I have a team together that does the editing, the formatting, and all that goes into the book, and then my company publishes it. So that's been such a joy. Um, so like I said, look, things are thinking beyond just maybe what you're already doing, thinking about what else can you do to expand your reach? What else can you do to um, diversify your income? I think sometimes when we, it's good to have a niche, but even within that niche, you can really go wide. <laughs> you can go, but don't just go wide that you're throwing things, up in, uh, throwing things up on the wall and hoping that something will stick. No, do your research, you know, um, ask questions to your current your, your current clients and do surveys or polls online you know in, for your newsletter on your website gather enough information so that you when you are creating that new product creating that new service or that new resource you know that it's something that will stick so that you you're really using your energy wisely and even for like creating um 
creating courses and um, and the online courses and programs what i've seen others even do um, and i did a little bit of this is actually serving your audience and then making sure that people are interested in it so you even start doing a pre-sale of your course people sign up before the course is even created so that you know they're going to be oh you're going to have an audience for once you create it instead of you creating a course and hoping you'll sell you sell the course and then and then you know when the course is already sold you know that you know people already bought it so that you you created so people are actually paying you to create the course instead of the other way around you creating the course and hoping they'll pay you you know but again once the course is created or the program is created then you have you know if it's especially hopefully it's something that you're doing as an evergreen program it's online you can use it all the time people can log in or can um, access the course anytime so it becomes this residual income for you that you know you're not even doing anything else per se to create you know yes you might be edited a little bit you might be tweaking here maintaining contact with with your um with your students who are enrolled in that course or your clients who are enrolled in the program but if it's already created you just duplicate that program over and over and over again even if let's say it's not an evergreen program it's a time sensitive program you can create it once and you have that same program and you are offering maybe four times a year i have a few programs like that um that i do and the same programs are offering four times a year i am not creating a new program yes i might tweak a certain you know, few contents or resources based on what people need in that program but the topic of the program the curriculum itself is the same right so again about it's all about working you know more efficiently you know so not working hard but you know working um efficiently saving time and still making the greater impact um so I know I'm, I'm sharing a lot of ways that for you to look at your goals, but like I say, have the goal in mind and then go backwards and figure out how you're going to achieve it. And these are all the ways that you can achieve those goals. But plan out what you need each month, you know, to move forward. And not just planning, well, this is what I need, but if you can plan it and not do anything with it, then what's the point, right? You have to take action. Not taking action is one of the biggest reasons why many business goals fail. I'll say that again. Not taking action is one of the biggest reasons why many business goals fail. So it's very easy to set goals, right? Attaining them is a different ballgame altogether. You know, so you have to start figuring out how, what you need to do in order to get that, get those goals done, you know, check it down, get the stuff done and achieve those goals. And it might, it, it will require, not might, but it will require you to prioritize your time, prioritize your energy, prioritize your resources, because if you're doing everything and anything all the time, you will not be taking action on the things that matter, or you will have no more resources left to take care of the things that matter. And it may say, well, this thing will not cost me money to do. Resources are also energy. You are one person. Each one of us is one person. If we are draining our energy in things that don't produce, you know, a return on investment, then we are not, we probably will not making the impact that we want. And return on investment, again, like I said, I am not all about money. Money is great, but impact for me is greater. <laughs> you know, that's how I see it. I want, yes, I need the income to sustain my family. But I, I, the impact is why I do what I do. So start thinking deeper 
into those goals and then if you if what motivates me is that my why is bigger than me why i do what i speak i write i coach i consult is bigger than me i know that what i have to offer offer um you know, benefits people in mighty ways it changes people's lives so if i don't do what i do people are not able to receive what i'm able to provide in order for them to have more meaningful life more fulfilling life reach the full potential you know or achieve mental and emotional wellness you see what i mean so if your why is bigger than you then you are honestly you have no choice but to get into action like you feel compelled <laughs> to get into action that your why should motivate you to get into action and if you're finding that you are struggling like you have all these things and like your business is become you're becoming a slave to your business i know it must sound like well i have to invest all the time i have i've been there but also the goal is that once you, the business is created it's you get to the point where the business can maintain itself yes you still have work to do i still have work to do <laughs> but it get you start learning ways to you know automate you start learning ways to outsource so that you save your time and energy to do the things that only you can do so think about it what are the things that you enjoy doing for your business and what are those things that you don't enjoy if you're not enjoying them because the tasks are challenging or because they're too tedious both of these are very great reasons for you to outsource those work what about taking hours and hours to work on something that's difficult like honestly yes you know there's a learning curve on for everything but you don't want to get stuck on the learning curve forever when there's things you could have done quickly and done and done quickly fast and efficiently and somebody else could have done those things that you get you're stuck on the same way efficiently and fast for me that was like creating graphics i remember with my first book i i stopped playing about playing with it like the cover and all this and oh my goodness it took me weeks and some days i was at it for four or five hours in a row sometime you know up to six seven hours and eight nine hours a day just working on this cover it was like it was a lot and i'm just like this does not come natural to me and it's not that i'm not willing to learn i'm doing it it just takes time and i'm not satisfied with the end the end result i'm not satisfied with the end product so i keep tweaking and tweaking and tweaking it and guess what now i don't do that <laughs> i i those nine hours that i say I, I would have spent the five hours nine hours no even the two hours here and there all that time could have been spent wisely i could have been coaching a client then giving a you know, a, um, a presentation somewhere or i could have been you know writing the novel book altogether by then because those things that i mentioned now those come naturally to me those are my strengths so operate from your strength instead of you struggling to get things done even when it does not flow <laughs> it's not worth it it gets you get frustrated and things are not done the way you wanted to and then you waste time and energy so now i outsource i have very great great lovely friend who does graphics for my books to promote the books and all of that and we have a grab of somebody else who does the editing of the books i have somebody else who does the formatting so the things that come natural to me is it's you no know, it's all that recruiting and forming and coaching authors so i am i do that when i start these book collaborations those things come easy to me planning out the project you know so the whole project management piece that comes easy to me that comes natural that's my strength so leading 
leading a project, I can do that. Leading people, I do that. Those my leadership skills are there. You know, the natural, it just comes, you know, it flows out of me. And in doing that, I'm encouraging people to become, you know, to, to, to become more than just what we're doing within that book. That, that 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 back to the impact I like to make, right? So it's not like at the end I just have this product that I can sell to book. No, but as I'm work, as I'm putting this book together, I am coaching people and empowering them to see themselves as authors outside of even the book that we create together, right? So that's the impact I like to do. So I that just that gives me energy while I do that. So then I delegate the other stuff. And guess what? It works well that way. <laughs> saves me the headache, saves me the stress. And believe me, you'll be like, well, I have to pay for those things. Yes, you have to pay for it. But even when I do that, then on the other end, like on one end, you might be paying for someone, you know, to outsource a project. But that saves you time to go make more money while you're working on something or doing something out of your strength. But I can see you preparing, be preparing a, a speaking engagement. Like today, I have to, after I'm done here recording this, I have to prepare uh, contracts for books that people reached out to me to publish for them. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> right. So I can be working out of my strength, earning money so that I can, it gives me the money to outsource for things that don't come natural to me. But also look at it this way. As I'm outsourcing, I'm helping, I'm allowing someone to use your genius in areas that I don't, I don't succeed in. Right, I I give them the opportunity to be the best. Like the lady who does my graphics, she's just a genius at that. Like she's just so great at what she does. So I give her a moment to shine. That's her area of expertise. Let her take it. I love to see her shine in that. And that also provides a financial blessing for her family. So you see what I mean? So your business can become a source of blessing for others, not just by outsourcing, but also by building the impact that you're building, by leaving a legacy, and by cultivating other leaders in the process. So I know I talked a lot. <laughs> so I want you now to just go through all the things that you do for your business each day and see if there are, if there are some things that you could automate. Do you post on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest? This can be time consuming. Look into ways that you can automate this. Like I, I do, there's so many, so many platforms now to schedule social media. Um, I just think the ones that I've used in my business, we used Buffer before we used Later. I like Later uh, because it's good for graphics. So especially when we're promoting like a new book, we can upload all the graphics there and then easily you know, post it on Instagram and um, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, and all across it with social media as well. But I love it because I can upload a whole in a whole file of like a hundred graphics and then just schedule them throughout the you know, the weeks. So it's I love that for I love it for that. And recently we're still also experimenting with Promo Republic, and I like that too. That I can I actually have right now all my social media accounts, all the groups, the Facebook pages, the LinkedIn, Twitter, all of that in one place. So I can easily repurpose you know, content from one from one area to another. So I can promote a group. I can promote a group on let's say on one page, and then the content that I'm sharing inside that group, I can repurpose it, you know, for another for another platform. So it's just I love it. I love it. I love it. So start saving time. <laughs> Save time with those things that are repetitive. If something is repetitive, something that can be done, it's the same thing you're doing over and over again. I automate. 
So even as I'm recruiting authors, for example, it's the same form. I tweak and I change the content of the form each time, but the form is already created. So I'm now redoing that form every time I need to recruit new authors. I have an intake form, an intake form for clients that is already online. All they have to that it's created once. I might tweak it if something else comes to mind, but it's not necessary. It's there. Go there. I leave it there. People, you know, people can register online for stuff. So it just makes it easy. And remember those programs that I talked about earlier that I might open it four times a year. The event page for those programs are already set up. So I just go click and open it so people register. When we're done with that registration phase, it closes and then open it again. I am not creating new content. So I, I must spend more time once to create it, to create you know, the flow and the, the program, create all the sequence of how we're going to sell it, how we're going to promote it. And after that, it's we're done, <laughs> you know, we're done. And then it just automated itself. And I know there's even more automation than what I do. I honestly just touched at the surface of it. There's so many more. But make time to do a little brainstorming for your business. And also look at over players in your area, in your niche. And see, maybe that maybe there might even be a product or service that no one is offering. If you've been, you know, and, and again, do your research, do your market research. Then find ways to implement it. You know, keeping up to date with changes on the internet is a huge component of running a successful business, whether it's online or offline. But planning is important. You have to plan as for, as for any, it's important for any business owner. And you can be the first to market something new. If you can be the first to market something new, you are going to be well ahead of your comp comp uh, competitors. So I know I talked a lot. <laughs> and this was not for you to, you know, for me to tell you, here's how you create your, create your uh, business goals, but to give you strategies and ideas of, for you need to create an uh, individualized uh, plan for your business. All right, guys, I hope this is helpful. As always, if you have any questions and if you have any more tips to share with us, please post in the comment. Please reach out to me. You can find out more about how way to contact me on my website, graceandhopeconsulting.com. All right, here to your success.